Serving spiritual seekers around the world. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real with host Ray Zander. Get ready to expand your life, your knowing, your alignment with Source. Welcome everyone to another edition of Everyday Attraction. My name is Ray. And this is Heather. And we are your metaphysical sisters sitting on the porch, rocking back and forth, asking the big questions. Are you as joyful as you could be? Are you having your best life? Is this what you asked for? <laughs> Those are the questions we like to ask every week here on Everyday of Traction, where we make the law of attraction real. We make it delicious. We make it something that you can take into your day-to-day life and make it meaningful. Because you know what? All this information is lovely uh, on the page, but unless it leaps off the page and comes to breakfast, and is it <laughs> dinner <laughs> at lunch, who cares, right? So... We love to come together and we like to study teachers and you know what? We also like to be open to what's coming through us in the moment because we too are tapping into that broader knowing, that consciousness that is all that is. So on this show, we like to go to that leading edge to say, how is it that I can become more joyful, more fully authentic, more fully awake to my life? Where can I experience more of what I'm asking for. This is the no waiting game. And this is what Heather and I like to talk about each week is that what metaphysics does and the understanding of these laws is that you don't have to wait to be happy. You don't have to wait to be joyful. You don't even have to wait for what you want. It's all right here. And on today's show, we're going to focus on some emotions because we like to talk about the emotions as an indication of where we are versus where maybe we'd like to be. And some of the emotions that we're going to talk about are emotions that might be running a little rampant this holiday season. (laughs) Emotions like overwhelm and emotions like confusion. Hmm. Mm, Those are interesting ones. I don't know if you all have been experiencing a little bit more of that, but it is an opportunity for us to turn within and find a more uh, clear understanding of what happens when I'm overwhelmed and, and how did I get overwhelmed and what happens when I'm confused because I'm tapping. I know I can tap into infinite intelligence. I know clarity is my birthright, but where has it gone. <laughs> mm-hmm, exactly. I was actually thinking about that this morning because um, I've had some friends contact me and say, oh, I can't. I'm too busy for this. I have this party and this thing. And you know how this time of year goes. And they're just in this frantic energy. And I was thinking about how when people um, feel like they're too busy to say no to something, they just have to like grin and bear it. Like talk to me after the first of the year. I don't have any time between now and then or whatever it is. Um, if if something were to happen, 
everything would change. You know, like some if your if your child gets sick and you have to call in sick to work and say, "Oh, cancel all my appointments today. Cancel everything." You would be willing to do that, you know, because you have to take care of your child and that wouldn't matter that you had all these things on the books. And so I always think about that and I think like what would it take for you just to cancel everything in your book and take care of yourself today or yeah. you know <laughs> and prioritize your vibration, prioritize how you're feeling and make it truly the most important thing. Because seriously, if you don't have oxygen, you can't give anything to anyone else. And if your intent is to be an uplifter, if your intent is to, is to be a positive influence on the world, and chances are, if you're studying this stuff, that's where you're hanging out. You cannot possibly do that in an authentic way unless you have taken care of your energy, taken care of who you are and have said no, because you truly need to be somewhere other than that because your soul is asking you <laughs> to prioritize it. And you're so right. We're so quick to, you know, do it for others, but to do it for ourselves. And I think the, the feeling of overwhelm is such an indication that we have what the Abrahams talk about as split energy, which means we're kind of not we're actually not facing fully into our God self. We're not tapping into, you know, the full potential of who we are. We're kind of split. We're a little bit remembering our divinity, but mostly we're slugging it out in the lower vibrations and the lower energies, trying to make it happen, trying to figure it out, trying to control others. And, and there we, and therefore overwhelmed. But Abraham also talks about this idea that, the experience of overwhelm and, and the energy of it is that there is a, a higher vibration, a higher consciousness, a higher energy that's trying to make its way through you. And there's resistance. There's resistance to it. And I really like that idea that when I feel overwhelmed, it just means that God is trying to move through me as me, but I've got these roadblocks in the way that says, no, I have to be this, or no, I have to do it myself, or it can't be that easy, or you know what I mean? It's like, uh-huh. what about if we took the experience of overwhelmed and used it as an opportunity to surrender to that higher power, to say, oh, I don't want split energy. I want to be blended with my divine self. Right. Because <laughs> you know what? Your divine self is so much more fun at a party <laughs> than your split self. Yeah. That's, you know, that's when you have to start drinking just to help yourself out. So I, I just so really, funny. yeah, I like now, that. What I think about is the essence of the spiritual aspect of you and the physical aspect of you. So the spiritual aspect of me is expanding and growing and moving um, forward momentum all the time. And then the physical aspect of me be- being behind going, hey, wait up, I'm coming, <laughs> you <laughs> exactly. know, and not all the way caught up yet. And that's what overwhelm feels like for me. Yeah, absolutely. And and overwhelm is something that we choose, right? Because at any time we could shift our attention and and decide that it's more important to be at peace with oneself than it is to, you know, check off the to-do list. Or it's more important to um be silent with ourselves than it is to make sure that everyone is taken care of at this time of the year. You know, it really is that choice again in the moment when you start to feel that emotion, to start to let go and drop some of these old mechanics, this old technology that doesn't work anymore. And it is kind of, I don't know, the holidays tend to bring up that 
that sort of residual you, the you that was when you were young or was 10 years ago or whatever, kind of brings up that old self like an echo and says, hey, do you want to be this again? And, you know, there is an opportunity to, as Jesus would say, turn it's like a mirror, like you get to. Yeah. Turn the other cheek, you know, which is yeah. really what Jesus said, you know, um, turn to who you really are and, and let's release the false self, which is the striving, the confused, the overwhelmed. That truly is the false self. And I've had it with her. <laughs> well, and what I love about it is every time something comes up it and you look in the mirror, it gives you the option to choose. And sometimes if something doesn't come up, you're not thinking about your choices and then having something trigger you gives you that choice. And it's like, oh, yeah, I do have a choice to decide for, you know, how I want to feel and what I want to think. Um, so in a way, I welcome those triggers and the family stuff from being around people because I was around some people at Thanksgiving and, and I do love them with all my heart unconditionally. And yet I can feel that I don't feel in um, alignment with the vibration. Like I, I feel my energy going down to their level, let's say. To communicate, and yes. To communicate. And then when I leave, I'm like, okay, that was really interesting. I'm noticing how I feel in my body. <laughs> this is how I want to feel. What do I choose to do about it? And I'm so glad that I have this opportunity to deliberately choose how I want to feel. Whereas maybe if that hadn't have happened, I would just feel whatever I was feeling, but I wasn't like owning the fact that I was choosing it. Does that make sense? It does. And I, and I think there is this idea that you're never going to get to the bottom of things, you know, as we were talking about before the show. So really, it's just this idea that when you come out of an overwhelmed state or a confusion state where you've been messing with some energies that usually don't hang around and you're going out of obligation, there's that word, that oftentimes you're going to be vibing with some folks who may or may not be in the same place that you are and understanding um, what we understand. But there is this compassion for oneself that when you get out of that circumstance, just let it go. It's like, don't try to reconstruct it and don't try to write letters when you get home. And do you know what I mean? It's just like, just let it go. And then as Abraham keeps saying, you got to go for the high vibing disc. You got to find your way back up and you got to go general. You got to go general. You got to say, hey, they're on their path. God is as much with them as with me. They are true divinity. I know that this is a, you know, a divine relationship, even though it looks chaotic. You know, you really have to get back into that soapbox of saying, remember who I am, remember my divinity, remember how this works, and move into that love space as quickly as you can, rather than going and dissecting why you said what and he said she's, you know what I mean? It's just like, yeah. it's just like letting it go. And, and I think that's a commitment to oneself is, you know, the real cure to overwhelm and to confusion is just to let stuff go and not try to figure it out and just move into that place of that love and that compassion and that, that heart space and let the mind kind of do its thing, you know, uh -huh. taking, taking its calculations, but not paying much attention as it tries to figure out who won. So <laughs> I want to play a little bit of, um, as many of you know, if listening to the show, our, we're big fans of, of Abraham, abraham-hicks.com. And we love them for their leading edge uh, technology, their spiritual technology, if you will. And we like to give you, if we can, a little appetizer of some of the information that they're giving. And we'll go deeper as as they speak about these really leading edge concepts of coming back to your true self and relieving the split energy, which feels like 
overwhelm and confusion. Let's take a listen to see what the Abrahams have to say. Here we go. Find this clearly before. So we said to you that when you get very specific on a thought, the momentum becomes more. And we're going to demonstrate that just for fun on wanted and unwanted. We'll start with unwanted. I don't want to go to work today. It's not fun to be at work. I really don't like to be at work. There are so many other things I would rather do than go to work. Going to work is not fun, especially in that building where I am. The air doesn't feel good in that building, and I don't have any visual to outside. I hate that building. I've never liked that building. I didn't like that building the first day I walked into that building. I didn't like that building. I didn't like that building. It just felt icky to me. I don't know why I ever took this stupid job because I've never liked that building. And then those people that work in that particular building. And that one guy, you know that one guy? That one guy that works in that building. And every time I go, that person is always in my face. Always, always asking me the stupidest of questions. That started out general and got more and more specific and got enough momentum going that that carved out enough pipes that you can be very sure that nothing is going to change for you at work. You're not going to get assigned to another building. You're not going to get assigned to different people that are in your building. Nothing is going to change for you as you've carved out that pipe. You see what we're getting at? Or you could waken and you could acknowledge that this is really a beautiful day and that I am going to be going to work and that on the way to work I get to see things that are pleasing to me and I'm going to be riding in this car that I'm appreciating. Did you feel that even as we are gathering the data for this, not as much momentum got going on the positive than on the negative? Because in most cases, when you first awaken, you become sort of problem-solving oriented. And so that's why we're saying that the more general you are as you first engage in your day, the more likelihood you will have of gaining momentum on whatever subject that you give your attention to. So it's not the subject that matters. It's the gaining of the positive momentum that matters. Did we make that point? So it's not about trying to solve a problem because that calls you to the specifics of something. It's about getting on the disc. That's the goal. On the high-flying disc, that's the objective. That's the only thing that matters. The, I'm going to focus with the singular intent of getting my energy moving in a way that feels good. Why? What's the purpose of that? Why would I want to focus into higher energy? Because as I focus into high enough energy... I then become a vibrational match to that broader perspective to who I really am, to the clarity of the universe, to everything that's in that vortex that I've been gathering for all of my life experience. Everything that I've put there, I have the potential of rendezvousing with in perfect timing, provided I'm in the vibrational vicinity to allow it. So can you hear what we're getting at? We want your objective not to be to get on the high-flying disc in order to meet your lover, we want your objective not to be on the high-flying disc to improve your financial experience. We want you to want to be on the high-flying disc because the high-flying disc is the key to everything that you want. But most significantly, it's the key to the happy, light-hearted, good feeling. It's the key to the knowledge. It's the key to the clarity. It's the key to the feeling. It's the key to the emotion. It's the key to the alignment. It's the key to the way you feel. And everything that you want, no matter what it is, whether it's a pile of money, or a baby, or a man, or a relationship, 
of some kind or an empire or a material object or a state of being every single thing that you want no matter what it is you want because you believe you will feel better in the having of it and we want you to be on the high flying disc because that's the feeling better that you're reaching for so if you will not put the cart before the horse if you will put the horse before the cart if you'll get on the high flying disc and then that's the way we want you to think about this I'm gonna get on the high flying disc and then I'm gonna get on the high flying disc and then I'm gonna get on the high flying disc and then you heard it here we're gonna get on the high flying disc and then but first we're gonna take a break we'll be right back this is everyday attraction When listeners like you contribute to the Unity Online Radio Network, you're making a positive difference in your life and the lives of other spiritual seekers. To contribute, visit www.unity.fm and make a one-time donation or sign up for monthly contributions. Thank you for your support. God is formless, yet takes many forms. What goes around comes around. Chant the name of the Lord and be free. No one comes to the Father except through me. Ever been confused by the variety and apparent contradiction within world religions? Join Reverend Paul John Roach every Tuesday for insight into those principles held in common by all the great religious traditions in world spirituality, exploring the unity within all cultures and faith traditions. Using discussions, interviews, humor, insight, and practice, Practical advice, we will clarify the confusion and reveal simple yet profound truths. Call in with your questions and ideas and help break down the barriers that separate us from one another. That's World Spirituality with Paul John Roach, Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. Have you ever considered that everything you think and say is a prayer to the universe? Are you sending a positive or negative message? Join Rev. Beverly Molander and her guests on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes, to find out how you can activate your own power of yes. Using affirmative prayer or positive intention can make a big difference in the way you think, feel, and live. If you want help moving from chaos to clarity in relationships, health, prosperity, or work, this is the place for you. We'll have some how-to suggestions about how you can say yes more often from this point forward. Talk with Beverly Molander and her guest live every Monday at noon central, 1 p.m. Eastern. Affirmative prayer, activating the power of yes, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Return to Everyday Attraction and the Metaphysical Porch with your spiritual neighbor, Ray Zander. Have a sit, get something to sip, and let's get real. Spiritual.
Welcome back from the break. You're listening to Heather and Ray here on Everyday Attraction as we talk about, oh, you know, the high-flying disc. Isn't this the favorite new topic of the Abrahams? The HTF, as I like, no, HFD, <laughs> HFD. <laughs> the high-flying disc. So, so and let's, then. And then. And then. I so, love that. I've been saying that over and over. And then. It's like you can hear it in your head. And then. So let's talk a little bit about what, what, you know they're they're talking about with this high flying disc thing what what is from your perspective other what do, what do you hear what do you know about what the high flying disc is well i mean i i think i think of it before well in this context of and then so before doing something i'm going to choose how i want to feel and what feels better to me the high flying disc is feeling better than i was before because it's not this ultimate place of being at the height of the top, 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 top. It's just a little bit better, a little bit better, a little bit better from wherever I am. Exactly. You know, they've been talking about discs for some time now. Grids, discs, this is kind of the new technology of the, of the Abrahams. If you haven't listened to them in a while, there's a lot of new information coming around that's this kind of, you know, s- specific. And this idea of a disc is, is really a reality, you know, this spinning disc that they talk about that is the reality of our thoughts, the reality of our consciousness. And there's lots of different spinning discs. Esther likes them, likes to call them like the seven, you know, the seven dwarves. They were like happy and sad. And, and now there's discontent and <laughs> there's all these discs, otherwise known as dwarves, um, where, where you can live in that place and experience things from that perspective. But you want to move to that high flying disc, which is where source is, which is where spirit is, which is where your God self hangs out and, oh, all the solutions to everything you want. <laughs> oh, yeah, that. So this, <laughs> you know, this idea of, you know, how to get into that state, that consciousness of that high flying place so that you can be the master of your reality so that you can be in that place of clarity rather than confusion, where you can be in that place of, of, of stability rather than overwhelm. That's really what they're talking about because that's where your divine self hangs out. It does not leave that disc. It doesn't leave that space. So, you know, when we, when we get split on energy is when we, we kind of get into the specifics as you kind of heard, um, Esther Abraham talk about, you know, here's what happens when you start generally being negative, you're going to be pulled into the specific negative with your thoughts and your emotions trailing along and nothing's going to change or become what you want. You know, I think that example was so every day, wasn't it? You know, yeah. about the workspace. It's like you start off generally, I don't want to go to work. And then before you know it, you're like dissing everybody. <laughs> you're talking about how bad it is. And suddenly nothing's going to shift. Like all the things that you want from a vibrational perspective are not living in that dwarf's house. <laughs> you know what I mean? That kind of And nothing space. changes. It's not, nothing changes except for your pers- perspective. Yeah, that's it. And that's everything at the same time. And, and, you know, that, but how do we get back to that broader perspective, especially after we've been in a constricted place, you know, where we've been someplace out of obligation, or we've been someplace that we didn't want to necessarily be. And I'm, I'm really feeling this, this very practical way of stepping away from the circumstance. Don't replay it. Don't talk about it. Let right. it go. Um, and move into that more general place, move into that more general, you know, I know that source and spirit is everywhere. I know that God is even in them. 
<laughs> you know, really try to get on your side of the fence where where then source can begin to work with you and move you into that that high flying place where all the solutions and perspectives and let's face it, just the fun of life, the joy of life, the nectar, if you will, is on that place. And uh, I just find that that example of, of going general, we just can't talk about it enough. I mean, it is such yeah. an important thing to know. And I want to talk about something else, because I don't know if anybody else is like me, but I was born... I hit the ground running when I was born and I have had a lot of resistance in my life. And so I still am very sensitive to the potential of resistance (laughs) (laughs) for myself and I'm guessing maybe for others. So even when I hear let it go, I think we don't even have to let it go because that's too big of a jump for a lot of people. Like people are, if for me used to be, if I'm holding on really tight and you're telling me to let go of something, I'm like, hell no, I'm not letting go. I'm holding on to this. I'm getting specific, life. right? Back off. I'm getting right? specific. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So what I like to think about in terms of um, going general is just not letting go of anything, but like that whole squirrel concept, like squirrel. Oh, I'm looking over there. I don't even notice that my hands are opening up and the butterflies flying out or whatever I was holding on to. But because I'm not letting it go. Does that make sense? <laughs> no, dis- I think distraction is another really important key to this um, science, if you will, is yeah. to distract yourself away from um, that which was constricting you and making you feel like you couldn't breathe. I mean, I think distraction is really great. And it's important to sort of kind of cleanse yourself and, and get out of an energy rather than trying to grapple with it. But I think what we do instinctively is we try to box it, you know, we try to take it on, we try to, you know, wrestle it to the ground. And as Abraham keeps saying, there's no bottom to that. And these are old pipes. These are old ways of being. Um, they're not the enlightened you, the you that knows unity principles, the you that understands you know, how source works, the you that understands that your divinity, that your divine energy. So no wonder when you start to constrict yourself and feel shame or feel blame or get angry that you're moving away from that high flying perspective. But what I really love is they got so really keyed in is that this is, this is everything because you can't get anything you want if you're going to be an angry ball in the corner <laughs> pointing fingers, you know, everything that you want lives in that source energy, in that true knowing, that's the neighborhood you got to go to. So whatever you got to do, distraction, you know, <laughs> peeling off the clothes that you wore, whatever you need to do to move into that place is really the key. It is the key to the city. And, um, but it has to be a priority, you know, It has to be a priority to step away and to claim, you know, the truth of who you are and the key to that alignment. So let's get back and listen to a little bit more about how we can work with our true divine self. So you get up and you're on the high flying disc and you don't make it to breakfast and you're not on the high flying disc. And we say, so just let it go. Don't beat up on yourself for not being on the high flying disc. And do whatever you can to feel as good as you can today. But don't beat up on yourself for falling off so soon in the day. And tomorrow, just get on the high flying disc. And if you fall off, don't beat up on yourself for falling off. Just the next day, get on the high flying disc. And it is our promise to you that within 10 or 11 or 12 days, you will begin to notice that not only is it easier just to wake up and stay there, but it's easier to stay there longer. And then this synergy starts happening. 
happening, where things begin responding to the vibrational patterns that you've got going, it just gets better and better and better and better. And then the most significant thing happens to you because, you know, you think that as you're looking out into the world and you're witnessing things, that it's the unwanted things that are happening to others or to you that is the reason for your not feeling good. But we want to explain to you, and words don't teach, so it's only the next 30 days that's going to really give you this knowing, that it isn't the things that are happening to you that are causing you to feel the way you are feeling. It's your own split energy. And your own split energy is controllable by you. So many times you don't feel good, not because something has happened, but because you're worried about something happening. Or not because something has happened, but because you're remembering something that's happened. Where the majority of the time, your now experience is a perfectly good opportunity for you to be in alignment with all that you are and feel not just sort of kind of good, but really, 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 really good. So as you begin to accept that, the negative emotion which is the indicator of the split energy. And therefore, the split energy is the only thing that bothers you. You know that feeling of indecisiveness? I sort of want to do that, but I, maybe I should do that. And these people want me to do this, but I sort of have an obligation to these people. And I'm not sure how they would feel if I did this. And you just sort of keep yourself in that fitful place all the time. And can you imagine replacing that with a feeling of clarity, which says, this is what I'm going to do, and everybody will align with it or not, but this is what I'm going to do? When you are decisive, you feel good. When you are concluded, you feel good. It's not just because you're selfishly satisfying yourself at the expense of other people that maybe would like you to be doing something different. It's that you don't have split energy. It's not having split energy that equals the joy. And that's what you were demonstrating in your conversation with us here today. It's the absence of split energy, which you can control, but you got to practice yourself into that control. It's not just going to happen to you. Because what is going to happen to you is the results of all that you've been flowing, the points of attraction, the pathways that you've got carved out are bringing things to you all the time. So you want it, but. I want that, but. I want that, but. You hold yourselves unnecessarily in split energy. And split energy feels like overwhelmment. Split energy feels like confusion. Split energy feels like others are unhappy with me. Split energy feels like I'm unhappy with others. What you want. Hello. <laughs> oh my gosh. So for those of you just joining us, we we're listening to a little snippet from a recent, a recent workshop from Abraham. And we encourage you to go over to abraham-hicks.com. And get this workshop. It's the Seattle 2013 workshop. Also, just get anything that they publish because it's so brilliant. But what I loved about, wasn't that a whopper of a segment there? Oh my gosh, we could just talk on for years. Um, you know, this this idea of not beating up on yourself when yeah. you do get it. Oh boy, that's a good one. You know, because there is that tendency, isn't it, to say, oh, I know better and I said it anyway. And, you know, just to sort of do, a, you know, let's all just make a commitment to ourselves that I don't self beat up. You know, I just let it, I, I have to find a way to stop that craziness of, of beating up on myself, which just keeps me in that same split energy. And I can't find the high flying disc. You know, it really is a commitment yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a commitment. And then it's also like a real understanding 
that we really are at choice because I mean I have to say honestly I've been studying this I've been studying Abraham probably 11 years or so and I have been doing personal growth and development for 30 years maybe and a lot of this stuff you hear it and you hear it and you hear it and a lot of the times at the beginning you're saying I already know this I already know that or at least that's what I used to do and then um you realize, well, just because you know it doesn't mean you're living it. <laughs> doesn't mean you're actually doing it. <laughs> you're embodying it. No, you're and right. Then <laughs> you learn how to feel it in your body, and then you're like, oh, well, I'm feeling it in my body, but why don't I remember that this is how it? Why do I forget and remember again and forget and remember again? And and then after a while, then you're like, oh, I'm remembering more often, and I'm remembering more often, and now I'm really getting this whole thing, like oh, I, I am deliberately creating. Well, what do I want to deliberately create? I mean, I didn't, why didn't anyone tell me I was actually can, can create whatever I want? And it's like, oh, well, yeah, people did tell you. You've been hearing it for 20 years, but you just didn't get it. You didn't actually make the choice. You knew you had the choice, but to make yeah. the choice, I mean, that's a whole new world. Knowing you have the choice to change your thought and actually doing it, are really what separates the proverbial men yeah. from the boys, you know, um, and, and being able to truly step into that, I'm going to continue to choose my own alignment over anybody or anything. And to, you know, to really marry, marry Jesus. You know what I'm saying? You're just really going to marry your God self. And you're going to make a commitment to that relationship. And in no way, shape or form um, is beating up on oneself and, and self uh, discrimination and, and that soul, that whole diatribe that we get into, especially when we've been in negative emotion, um, going to help this marriage. It's, it's actually going to delay its growth. And, and I think there is like a real commitment, a deep commitment to our own, um, relationship that says this language that I'm speaking to myself in my mind is not acceptable and not appropriate. And it's going to stop right now. Um, mm -hmm. get ye back devil, <laughs> as, as unity would say, um, and you know, if you're a mom. I think this is, um, I mean, I don't, I only can speak because I'm a mom. This is counterintuitive of what you would think because you would think always take care of my kids first and take care of everyone else first and everything. So this is going to be new, you know, um, I think of the, the airplane example, you know, put your uh, adults put on your mask first so that you can help the person that can't help themselves. Yeah. So it's, you have to build a new muscle. It's like going to the gym and you got to keep going to the gym. You can't just go once and think you have this like felt muscular body. You got to keep going, keep going. So this is a muscle that you're working out that you're building. And it does, it's going to feel uncomfortable at first, especially yeah. when you're used to abandoning yourself, when you're used to throwing yourself, um, you know, uh, under the bus. So, you know, there is that, that deep recommitment, but, but at the momentum though, and, and Abraham said it there, they only, we're only talking about a handful of days that you're choosing for your own self, that you are really getting on your side of the love argument and, and really stepping into your own um, divinity 11, 12 days, they said that the things will really begin to shift in how they're showing up. Because, you know, when they talk about split energy, which I think is such an interesting topic, it's not oftentimes what's actually happening in front of us. It's what we're remembering. And it's what we're worrying about. So it's what we're going to the past about. Mm -hmm. And it's what we're bringing about the potential future. And that's where we really have to make a commitment 
to not go down those paths because they are well-worn paths and they have a momentum to them. And once we begin down a path, it's more difficult to pull back. So we get to that early stage um, where we start to see initially, uh-oh, I'm going down the remembering that's not going to lead to anything that I want. Or I'm starting to embody the language of worry that is saying, I don't believe that divinity lives within them. Um, and so we want to stop ourselves if we can in the early stages of that potential storm so that we can move out of the way of it. And I think that that's such a, a real practical way because by the time you get to overwhelm and confusion, you've already been ignoring the indications of split energy for some time, you know? Right. And, and that's really kind of a, okay. I've obviously been, um, not taking myself seriously enough and really taking the language of my heart seriously enough. And now I'm, you know, I'm now I'm kind of down in these, these emotional pits, but they also have that process right there too, to again, to step back. We've got to take a break. This is delicious stuff. And we'll come back and talk more about how you can really, truly be in a divine relationship with yourself. It's all there. We'll be right back. What is the secret to happiness? Why do bad things happen to good people? What is our purpose in life? What must I do to bring healing into my life? Join Reverend Paul Hasselbeck every Tuesday for a metaphysical romp. Explore fundamental unity principles put into action through real-life scenarios from people like you. Call him with your questions and spiritual challenges, and let Paul take you on a journey of profound personal understanding and transformation. That's Metaphysical Romp with Reverend Paul Hasselbeck every Tuesday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, right here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. Do you experience the peace and joy promised by A Course in Miracles? Or are you still struggling to truly live your beliefs from moment to moment? Let Rev. Jennifer Hadley help you focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application, by walking your talk. Experience the healing live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Central on A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Don't think about it. Let it You've been listening to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. To learn more, become a fan of our Facebook page. Search for Everyday Attraction or email us at everydayattraction at unity.fm. Your comments and participation are sincerely welcomed. Welcome back from the break. You're listening to Everyday Attraction, as you just heard, and we are on unity.fm. And we're also available on iTunes as on demand. And you can also check out all of the archives of our show 
on the programs page here on unity.fm and we're also over on Stitcher and a bunch of other places that some of these great Unity shows that we love being a part of are also available on. And this week we're talking about how can we really start to um, work with some of these emotions that can come up around this time of the year when there's a lot of obligation going along, when there's a lot of things that quote unquote need to be done. And those emotions of overwhelm and confusion tend to be um, nipping at our heels. How can we stand in that divine moment and just choose to leave it behind, to leave that momentum behind and start to really speak the language of the divine within our hearts and speak that that language that is coming from our high source. And, and it really is, as Abraham said, you know, earlier in that, that clip, you can control this dialogue. You can control your thoughts. You may not have been choosing to control them, but that's just momentum. That's not actually something that's uncontrollable. Isn't that interesting how they focus on that, Heather, and this idea that you can control, um, how you're focusing and where you're focusing every moment, no matter how deep you've gone, but it's a practice. You got to practice, you know, like like you mentioned about one of the things that I do that. Yeah. The, one of the things that I do that sounds kind of weird to some people, because um, some people think you only should think about positive things, but I actually turn it around. I think sometimes if I'm having a tough time, I'll start to think about, well, it could be worse and what could be worse. And I start thinking about, well, I could, you know, live in a third world country or I could live in a a communist country or I could, you know, live in a time where women had no voice and no right to vote or I don't know, whatever it is. And then I'm like, oh, I'm pretty, this feels good actually. And I can just turn it around really quickly. And it might sound weird to do that, but for me, it's so fast and it works so well. You know, I, um, for yeah, me, I feel one of many ways for me, one of the, the practices that, that I really, um, really have gotten into is, is sort of the zero tolerance of some of this old momentum that can get going and, and to really just get to that place of, of absolute discernment that it has no place here. I mean, it's sort of like this sort of tough love with myself <laughs> and it says, we are not doing that. We have done that before and it's never going to work. And you are going to release this right now. I mean, I get into my like Baptist preacher mode with myself, you know, where I'm just claiming that I will not, that I will not go into that, that dark place that I will not allow myself to get on that momentum. And, and, and I really find that sometimes that's my own kind of way of, of, of really practicing because, you know, it is in the moment that this actually happens, as Abraham often says, you know, it's not about words, it's about in that experience of that day to day experience, and saying to oneself, I'm not going to think this anymore, I'm stopping this, and I'm going to fill it, I have to fill it with something, because the mind doesn't like a vacuum. So we want to fill it with the truth of who we are. And that gen- those general statements, as we talked about before, all the things that you know, all the things that you truly know about who you are, and to find that and then source spirit, God is going to rush in and support that dialogue. Because we're not alone in this. And when you get to those higher vibing place, the high flying disc, 
then all the thoughts that you need, all the solutions that you need, all the circumstances that you need, they flood in. It's again that whole thing about how we get so pinched off. You know, we're never separated from source, but this idea that we get yeah. pinched, pinched off from the juice, from the knowing, from the energy, when we get into those low vibing conversations with ourselves, when we're choosing those thoughts that don't have any truth to them. Um, and it is that kind of that letting the cork bob up as it naturally needs to and just letting yourself feel that. I do feel like it's not a quantum leap, but it certainly is a practice of saying, I am in control of what I'm thinking. And now, squirrel, <laughs> I'm going to shift my attention because I know that this thought and this circumstance yeah. is not serving me. You know, so whatever you got to do to get out of Dodge. It's yeah, just whatever important. you got to do, it's different for everybody. And it doesn't matter what it is. Just find something that works for you yeah. and just keep doing it. <laughs> and just keep doing it. And it'll start showing it. You're, yeah, it'll start it's showing women. itself to you. Swimming, 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 swimming. <laughs> keep going, baby. So let's go back to this little um, segment of this workshop that we're listening to from Abraham-Hicks.com. And, and we're just going to wrap up this. Um, real interesting point about split energy and how to move back into the divine relationship. Here we go. Want is to have alignment. And we liked the conversation that you presented here because you were in that place of knowing what you want. And we submit to all of you that you can be there every waking moment of every day if just for 30 days you'll practice getting on that high-flying disc. So have we said enough that you sort of kind of know what that means? Yeah. Do you think when you wake up in the morning that you have a good chance of maybe getting there for a little while? Do you think if you care about it and you practice good feeling thoughts for a while that you'll be able to sustain it longer? And do you believe that evidence will come back that will let you know that you have sustained it longer? And do you think the more momentum you get about feeling that way, that the more stable you will be? And so as others come around you, now let's talk about this. When you are in that high-flying place, our friend said that it's sort of lonely in that place, and we promise you it isn't lonely, that that feeling of loneliness is not being on that high-flying disc. When you're on that high-flying disc, you are rendezvousing with others who are on the high-flying disc, and you are making things happen in this world the likes of which you have not yet imagined. When you are consistently on that high-flying disc. You consistently find yourself rendezvousing with others who are too. And the synergy of that is what equals that mastermind, which is what equals those pathways that open, which is what equals you finally living your life in the way that you've intended to do it. You are supposed to feel robust. You are supposed to feel invincible. You are supposed to feel strong and sure-footed. You are supposed to feel sure-footed. You are supposed to feel, you are supposed to feel eager about life. You are supposed to feel Feel engaged. You are supposed to feel interested. You are supposed to like the thoughts you think. You are supposed to adore the world you live in and the others who share this world with you. It is not your job to take everyone in all of their variety and love every single thing that they're living. It is your job to tune yourself to the frequency of what you have chosen so that that's what comes through your pathways to you into your realization, you see. And as you play this, I'm going to get on the high-flying disc now, this morning game, for a little while, and you begin to feel confidence in your own ability to focus, then you'll reach the place that Esther came to the other day. She said, Abraham, I refuse to accept that if I fall off my high-flying disc that I have to wait till tomorrow morning to get back on it. Because I like being on it. I can focus wheel myself back. I can meditate myself back. But I am now, she shouted, at the beach to anyone who could hear 
I'm not going to tolerate being on less than this high-flying disc. There's just no point in putting up with less than this high-flying disc now that I know what to do. There's just no point in being so lazy that I don't access who I really am and apply it in every moment. That was your plan. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Does you love that that was our plan? <laughs> that was your plan to feel invincible, to feel powerful, to feel, to feel eager and excited and that life was there to propel you forward. That's what your plan was. I say we get back to that plan. <laughs> I really love that plan. And, you know, it really is a, a clear indication of how this rendezvous with reality is that, yeah. you know, choosing that high flying disc is it consistently and really making a commitment. I mean, they talk over and over again that you want to really make a commitment and not tolerate anything else anymore to get into that place of saying, I am here to live this life, to live that energy of being invincible and interested and adoring the world and a robot. But I can't do that unless I make these choices in my thoughts and then therefore the feelings that I engage. And it just, it just kind of brings it down to that nitty gritty. Can you make the choice to refocus how you're thinking? And yeah. How you're feeling? And we're not living the, the luck of the draw. We're choosing. What is it that you really, really want to feel? Yeah, and yeah. Source is waiting for us. I mean, I always think of Source up there laughing at us going, look at her around there running around getting huffy puffy about this that, and the other thing. We're just waiting here, just minding our own business, having a good old time. And when she's ready, she'll just ask us for assistance and we'll plug right in and just take right over and all is well and everything comes flooding in. Yeah, I mean, they do talk about it like a bit of a game because there is, you know, no really, uh, at the end of it, only eternal life to have here. There is no great big stakes. But there is this idea of, you know, gosh, I've I've made it here in this physical, however I got here, and I know who I really am. So let's just play this ball game full on. Let's be that which I'm asking for rather than waiting. Let's tune in to that which I've I've claimed. But it is that sort of accessing that inner truth for yourself and really having that you know, come to Jesus moment where you really are claiming your divinity mm -hmm. to say, yes, I am that. I am that invincible, interested, eager, um, robust, adored energy. And I'm going to play that out because that's where it's interesting, because that's where the experience is exhilarating because that's what I asked for. That's why I came here and enough playing it small, enough playing it hurt, enough playing all the games. Um, I don't really care who else is playing it. I'm sure they have their reasons, but I know too much now. I know too much. I know the truth of, of what I am. And sometimes I feel like maybe when we don't choose it, we don't really truly believe that we deserve to have all those things, that we deserve to have everything that we've asked for. And it is stepping into that place of deservability, you know, because then you don't entertain thoughts that would bring you down, you know, that would bring you to a place of being less than who you are. I mean, it, it is, um, you know, an energetic snob, <laughs> you know, where yeah. you, you just don't entertain that kind of love vibing stuff that doesn't pay and it's not worth it and it's boring and it just leads to strife and suffering and you know who are we truly 
And I, and I, I, it really comes down to that discernment. So the question is, can you in the moment make that choice to turn, and, to turn it around? And if you can't, like if you're not there yet, what I do is I just say, I can't even do anything in this moment. Like I'm, I'm just here and I'm, I'm not able to do anything in this moment. So I just let source in and let source take over. And I let source own it and let source choose and let source decide and all of that because I am source and source is me, but it feels differently sometimes to just kind of give it up and let it, let, let the divine take over my body in that moment. And move through. And that's really yeah. what's, that's what happens when we meditate. That's what happens when we move into, you know, positive prayer. That's what happens when we sleep. Thank you, God. Um, you know, the Abrahams have been talking a lot about the fact that when we sleep, we really do move back into the high vibing energy. There's nothing you can yeah. do about that. Even if you think you're dreaming all night, you're not. You're dreaming for a few minutes on your way back in um, to the physical. You are and have been uh, with your true self as you slumber. And so there are those opportunities to to remember ourselves when we get into um, the momentum that's taking to us a, to a place that we don't want to be. But I do think at the end of the day, it is the discernment to just keep choosing again and again, the truth of who you are, the love of who you are, the invincibility of who you are, and just begin to ride on that parade. And, you know, let them say what they need to say. It doesn't matter because you know your truth. And then life gets interesting. And the rendezvous points is my favorite word, rendezvous. The rendezvous points and the people that you'll meet there and the experiences that you have there, they'll just not go back. You know, it just, as Esther says, as she's yelling at the beach, you know, I will not do this anymore. I will not choose that um, less than space. And believe it or not, we are at the end of our hour. So thank you, Heather, for being on this metaphysical porch as we try to talk about the nitty gritty and really understand the law of attraction so that it can be helpful to you in this day so that you can truly live the life that you've come here to live. Thanks, my love. We'll talk. Thanks, Ray. And um, make sure we have our websites on there too, everydayattraction.com. Come join us. Yeah, everydayattraction.com. Sign up for our little newsletter. We've got some exciting things coming up at the end of the year um, and the beginning of next year. So we'd love to hear from you and have you part of our conversation. Thank you, unity.fm. Uh, lots of love to Unity Online Radio and all that they do to support the show. And of course, we have great full hearts of thanksgiving uh, for our teachers, the Abrahams and our inner beings who are just vibing with this gorgeous group. Thank you all. Thank you for joining us on Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. Join host Ray Zander every Friday at noon Central Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Unity Online Radio for more ways to align with your source and start living the life you intended to live. Everyday Attraction is a part of the Align Radio Network at www.alignradio.com and sponsored by Send Out Cards. Check out www.sendoutcards.com forward slash attraction. Does music open your heart and bring you peace and joy? 
Experience the sacredness of sound with Ramdesh Kaur as we travel the world of mantra, kundalini yoga, and devotional music. Join us for a journey into spirit, Thursdays at 4 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Eastern, on Spirit Voyage Radio with Ramdesh. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Is there a difference between the spiritual teachings you know and how you live your life? Does your day-to-day experience reflect what you truly value? Join Janice Campbell, licensed Unity teacher, author, and coach for weekly inspiration on ways to identify and dissolve the limiting beliefs that prevent you from living the fullest expression of what you are. Talk with Janice live every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Central on Receive Your Life, where your purpose is your prosperity. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. What is the key to happiness? Would you like to find the fountain of youth? How about all the money and love that you could handle? Well, my friends, It is there for you. You just need to strip off the false beliefs that keep your divine inheritance from being attracted into your life. You need to be real. Be vulnerable. Be naked. What are you waiting for? Let's get naked. This transformational program with Rev. Heidi Alfrey is an invitation to explore and remove the blocks that keep you from emotional freedom. Listen to Heidi and her revealing guests as they embrace the power of spiritual nakedness as a guaranteed way to live an authentic and transparent life. Expose yourself to your greatness on Mondays at 3 p.m. Central Time. Let's get naked. No dress code required. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You gotta get rid of your butt. It's bigger than it would appear. It hinders your forward movement when you keep bringing up the rear. Are you ready for deeper spiritual breakthroughs? Have you wondered how to apply spiritual principles to your everyday life in practical ways? Do you feel your soul is calling you to deeper purposes? Join Rev. Galen McDowell live every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Central for Truth Transforms, a discussion on how God within you, as you, is the power to transform your life. If you really believe that consciousness determines your experiences and that you are an individualized expression of God, join us as we help awaken and transform the consciousness of humanity. We will discuss, through lecture, live interviews and call-in questions, spiritual healing, prayer, prosperity, forgiveness, new thought views about eternal life, and much more. The world is waiting for your truth transformation, only on Unity Online Radio. 